0: welcome to the pretty and purpose podcast where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see and your purpose is your ultimate destiny we must fix each other's crowns because sometimes girl they be raggedy <laughs> this is the last maya and this is Jess. welcome back to the pretty and purpose podcast hey posse hey everybody so last week we talked about, um, climbing out of your comfort zone and we mentioned different things, um, that we've done, including yoga. And so one of our Pretty and Purpose listeners, AKA my mom, hey she, Ma. Well, <laughs> she uh, sent me this video and she said, please, 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 um, you and you, Jessica and Celeste must watch this YouTube video. And I'm sorry I didn't share this with you ladies, but I figured I would talk about it on this next episode. So pretty much, I didn't watch the whole video. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> it was long. I watched like 15 minutes of it. Okay. But it was like, uh, think you can be a Christian and do yoga. Please, please, please watch this. That's what the title. Uh-huh. That's what the title of the video was. And pretty much, it was about, I guess, the spiritual component of yoga is like anti-Christianity or it don't know uh, I don't really not, know but yoga <laughs> is spiritual because you're praising the sun and the sun is like it's spiritual but I don't think that it is supposed to I don't I didn't I watched the whole video maybe if I watched the whole yeah. video no, you ain't even watched out at the end they could probably be like it was just the title no yeah. no, oh, no no, okay. no okay. but to me everybody is different right so I don't think you know you can still do yoga and get personal you can still have and that that is, that, well, yoga is meditation but so. that's what the lady said because the lady who actually spoke on this said that i should i should, probably should have sent it to y'all before all right you, i'm gonna send it to have. y'all but listen but pretty much the whole yoga theme is according to this video it is it is not conducive to christianities but for our listeners who may want to dig a little deeper and i'll show you ladies too it's called think you can be a christian and still do yoga please listen to this so Um, and the, the poster was per big, giggle, P-U-R-V-I-G-I-G-G-L-E, just in case you're interested. Um, but we'll follow up with that, but I just thought it was interesting because my mom is a faithful listener, but she also provides feedback. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. I appreciate (laughs) it. That's a good one. I mean, it's good to, you know, it's interesting to, you know, learn different things and understand things and see things from different perspectives. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that, that's another perspective. Yeah. So now it's time for our royal moment where we salute some amazing queens who are doing some great things. So Jess, who do we have for our royal moment this week? This week's royal moment goes to Miss Viola Desmond, who is the new face of a Canadian $10 bill. She is a successful black Businesswoman and entrepreneur who challenged segregation in Nova Scotia in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. She is the first Black person and first non-royal woman on a Canadian banknote. Mm. So kudos to Ms. Desmond. All right, Ms. Desmond. I mm-hmm. thought she was going to say Viola Davis at first. I was say, what she did? <laughs> yeah, I almost fucked up and said Viola Davis. <laughs> but that's awesome. Wasn't um. Wasn't Harriet Tubman supposed to be on something, the ten dollar bill or something, hundred dollar bill? I or think we're still waiting on that. Well, at least uh, Canada came through. Yeah, can Canada, Canada holding the sale? That's awesome. Black girl magic. Now it's time for our sis second, where we take a moment to fix some of those raggedy crowns, raggedy. that we see around the town. So, Celeste, who do we have this week for our sis second? So we're just gonna do a general since second this week. Okay. Um, I mean, it's specific examples, but I won't call anyone out. Um, so just in general, um, when we post on social media, just to be mindful of things that's in your background. Um, you know, like trash exhibit. A, I just open Instagram and right, like random objects. <laughs> um, a messed up bed, disheveled room, <laughs> dirty vents. <laughs> These are just I say these things because I've I've seen them in a lot. Pictures. Yeah. Did you say dirty mirrors? Dirty no. mirrors. That's another <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, I mean I know I've I've I try to you know people put emojis over things sometimes. Yeah, which makes it get real obvious that right. clearly there's cluttering it's something. your background. Yeah, <laughs> it's something. but I try to like angle it a certain way. Like oh, let me cut this dog bed out of my picture. Right, right. <laughs> You just gotta be more more mindful because people will look and judge. You can say it's my picture. I don't care what people think. I mean, you kind of do because you, you posted do. it out there. You but do. you just gotta be more mindful. I, I remember one time um there was a picture and the person had like the roach uh the <laughs> <color> can <laughs> in the bag and it was the like a thousand dollar tennis no. shoes on these. But you got roach. But you got the roach thing in the bag and the paint I is cannot. chipping off the wall. I, I don't think people think the whole thing through. It's like, if we are gonna stunt, like, you the whole My thing, not right? a roach can. Okay, stuff. I'm dead serious. I cannot. Come on. Alright, I mean, so we got, so just in general, let's let's just try to do better. Right. And angle your camera accordingly. Yeah. Or put them emojis over. I ain't mad at the, I ain't mad, I ain't really mad at the emojis. I'd rather see an emoji than a roach can. So if <laughs> So if it's like a real good picture, it's like, dang, I don't want to sacrifice this picture. Just do what you got to do with the emojis to cover it up. Yeah. Well, can't or can't you like crap yourself and put a it? Or maybe in? learn how to use some photo editing software. There you go. Or yeah. head up Maya. She's good at that. Yeah, There you uh, go. Thanks, Milo. Um, but yeah, I can edit y'all photos for y'all if y'all <laughs> like. Um, What's so your fee? let me know. I don't know. We'll see. It's on a case-by-case basis. <laughs> but we'll see how much needs to be done to the background. Right. So. How trifling your background Ooh. Ah, ah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this week we are talking about emotional labor. Mm. Now, what is emotional labor, you may ask? Well, according to... um, A good article that really explained it well emotional labor is the exertion of energy for the purpose of addressing people's feelings making people comfortable or living up to social expectations it's called emotional labor because it ends up using and often draining our emotional resources Mm. and this article pretty much talks about women it's called 50 ways people expect constant emotional labor from women oh yeah it's real deep. it is we can't we uh, yeah i call that emotional baggage almost like people put their baggage on you yeah we have the weight of the world on our show definitely just emotionally at least yeah guys have their thing going on but sometimes we taking on their emotions (laughs) our emotions yeah we definitely Um, carry a lot just just the expectations in general in so many different areas and that's what this article it talks about many different areas so We're just going to cover a few during this podcast. So Jess, can you tell us a little bit about some emotional labor that you've experienced on your journey? Absolutely. So on today's segment of Where Is Jess P? I want to discuss the emotional baggage that gets released on us when we're walking down the street. And by that, I mean those people who are like, hey, can I get your number? Yeah. And you feel obligated to give the number so that nothing happens to you. Right. Or you yeah. can go on about your day. Or you, yeah, just get them away from you. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you have to do something to appease them, their emotions, because mm-hmm. a lot of people are have a fear of rejection. Right. Uh-huh. And so it's like you have to do something to get them and out to of your face. Yeah, to kind of acknowledge them and then give them whatever they want so they can leave you alone. Because right. they already put you in an uncomfortable situation <clears throat> right. if it's like right. you don't want to talk to them. So that's already a piece of baggage they being a part of like, yeah. And like yeah. you said, you never know what could happen because I'm, I'm sure there's crazy situations where if you haven't given somebody their number... Well... This personally happened to me. If you don't give them that number, then they calling you names. Yes, now, all yes. a sudden, uh-huh. now, all of a sudden, you just saying a third. And it's like, hold up. but You just wanted my number. Right. So, um, you know. So, it's like to avoid all of that extra stuff. Let me just give you this fake number real quick. Not yeah. even the fake number. Because <laughs> nowadays, they're like, oh, oh well, let me call me. you yeah, right quick. Uh-huh. So, you got to give a real number. Oh, or be God. like, oh, my phone did. And <laughs> then they don't believe you. So, now you just got to give them the number and block them. Oh, right. God. Then you got to block them. <laughs> Listen. If you ever see me on the street and uh, I give you my number, you're blocked. (laughs) Dang, Jess, nobody get a chance? No. Just be over it. It's the same thing. Like, but 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 mm -hmm. hold on. I'm I'm sorry, but Jess is being over. It's probably due to some emotional labor or baggage (laughs) that you already have due to your experiences with other people that has drained (laughs) you. To the the harassers, though, not the well, well, well. Well, Well. it could be that, too, because I will say I broke up with this guy. I think I talked about him, the bad date guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I broke up with him. And after we broke up, it was like people expected, like I I was the villain because people were like, oh, you really broke his heart. Like, I'm not responsible for your feelings. We're responsible for our own feelings, like our own. We are in control of our own actions and all of that. So I can't, you know. So but but you're, right. So are you supposed to I, sacrifice everything you feel I, or everything? Am I supposed like, to stay with you just so right, that you could be happy? Like, right. no, that's not how it works. Right. right but now you got to deal with other people judging you. Right. right. So now you feel right. in some type of way about that. Right. If it, like it emotional, emotional. labor because yeah. you got to work through taxing. and deal with all of that. It's and very that's taxing. exactly what happened. Like. Someone called me up, like, why did you do that to him? Like, you really what? broke his heart. And Never mind like, any of his, the role he played. Right, right. Do you even know what happened? And I want, mm-hmm. like, he's not a bad person. He's just not the person for me. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I made that clear. Like, he's just not the person for me. So I'm not going to feel bad mm. because we are not compatible. right. Where's the crime? Yeah, because right. if you stayed with him and you were unhappy, again, exactly. that, that's draining that's to an emotional you leisure, you're yeah. like, well, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I'm sacrificing my own by staying with him. Right, yeah. Absolutely. Moral to the story is, do what's best for you. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of worrying about what other people have to say, and at some point, you know, you got to pack their bag back up and send it back return to sender because (laughs) trying to appease people is can be draining yeah definitely all right so celeste um do you have any cb secrets that go along with this topic of emotional labor i do um so in today's segment of cb secrets I want to tap into that um, the last part of the definition, which is living up to social expectations. I think we, as women, we have so much pressure put on us from you know from society, um, and even from our family sometimes. Because when I come to my parents' house, busted, they be like Celeste, the what? What's wrong? They're like, that's all you put on the day. Yeah, like, What's wrong? they you, like, expect more of you they expect okay. more right that's so, so funny i have a friend whose mother will not let her go out the house without makeup if she tries she's mm. like oh uh, where's your makeup go back in the house what? oh no that's oh, yeah, no. that's ridiculous to me yeah that's real deep my parents just be like are you okay like you just look busted today uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like is everything good okay because you can put real clothes on um so yeah <laughs> i just think society in general Kind of put the puts this expectation on us that we're supposed to always always look our best you know which is defined by makeup hair nails this that and right. it's like we're human too like why can't we get up and just go and just <laughs> go you know why do we always have to be done up um, you know, just to do something simple, like go to the grocery store. like I, As opposed no. <laughs> to guys, right, who can just really Roll just get and right. go. And, and they do. And it's not, you know, yes. it's not a big thing. But as women, which the article was saying, like, it's really put on us, all of that labor, because we just have to do extra and take it to the next yeah, level. Yeah, it's like, like our bar is set higher. Yeah. Um, mm. I think this is, <laughs> and it's funny because in my previous job, I used to come into work fully, like, dressed nicely, makeup, hair. Because I did deal with the public, I dealt with patients directly in a mm-hmm. clinic setting. Um, so I was, you know, I had some pride when I came to work. I looked decent. But after I stopped enjoying that job, I no longer looked decent. I, my hair <laughs> was disheveled. I did not put on makeup. I wore all kinds of crazy clothes, scrubs with raggedy shirts. And people were like, Are you okay? Like, are you going through something, (laughs) like, emotionally? Uh, Like, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I just don't feel like being here, you know. But, like, it goes back to the the, um, emotional labor. Emotional Emotional labor. It goes back to emotional labor. You know, it's like, again, we're expected to always look our best, always be top notch. And it's like, well, maybe I didn't feel like putting on today. Mm -hmm. Right. I think it goes with that saying: when you look good, you feel good. So people just expect you to always be put together. But sometimes you just well, don't let me be, be like clear: it. when I roll out that bed and don't <laughs> have to put makeup on, and I can throw on my leggings and whatever, I feel great. Yeah, because I didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't feel stressed and overwhelmed. Like oh my gosh, I got to put my makeup on. I got to find something to wear. I feel just fine <laughs> with my <laughs> leggings and UGG boots walking out the house. And you know another good example is like gender roles and um, how I guess we could say society sort of sort of dictates what a man's role is versus a woman's role. And it's like you know that's not necessarily always the case, especially when you're in a household or you know in a, a, a marriage or what have you. The guy can do woman's work, quote unquote, and the and the woman can do quote unquote guy's work too. It shouldn't be if there's no there's no line in the sand that says only women can do this and only guys can do that. Right, I agree. Yeah, you have to do what works for your relationship. Right, Like, if you can't cook, he can cook. Right, like my husband said, I'm banned from doing laundry. <laughs> wait, he banned you, you? Do? Oh, I don't separate. Oh, I would ban you. You don't too. Ba- <laughs> wait. <laughs> how are you a woman and don't know right. how? T- yeah, emotional laboring. Yeah, that, that's that was, what it was an example right there. And but I was. <laughs> that. Mm. I said, oh great. Because one, you're taking a load off of me. I am just literally in favor of it. laundry. (laughs) Okay. A load of laundry. Okay. All right, cool. We're gonna have a (laughs) we're gonna have a new segment, Maya's corny joke. Oh yes, (laughs) Yes. thank you. But um yeah I was just fine with him taking that um additional chore off of my back. Um, and the same thing for cooking. He 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 just has a passion for cooking. He likes to cook. And, you know, typically that's the quote-unquote woman's role right? mm-hmm. to cook. But he just enjoys it. So I, I clean up. It's yeah. my role. Listen, as long as you have a balance, because the article was also talking about it's not just the physical labor things, like the chores and things like that, but it's also the emotional labor that comes on um, women when you have to think about, like, the bills and oh remembering gosh. to pay the Everything. bills. Everything. Mm. It's like the God, maybe they, you know, put some money into it or contribute it. But you got to remember to pay it. And then you got to figure out, oh, okay, this is due or that's due. And, like, just figuring out all those me, things in a mind. like, you know. when is the mortgage due? I pay mine the first of the month. The fir- but it's typically the first F- through the 15th. 15th, right. yeah. Uh-huh. Why every year, I mean, every month. He say, when the mortgage No, is. I have to remind him, you know, so the he, mortgage. the is- so he pays it. Well, he pays his portion. Oh, okay. I'll yeah, so he that. just sends money, whatever. But okay. he, but it's like, but babe, you know, the mortgage is due to the first three to 15. Oh, 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 all right, all right. All right. But like you said, we constantly thinking, we like, oh, we, we, got, we on point where we have to remember right. everything. Just like the trash. I'm sorry. Our trash date and our uh, recycling date has never changed. It's Tuesday <laughs> and Thursday. Um, baby, you gonna take out the trash and recycling, and it's just like I don't want to have Every to remember week. those things. Like we I just to. want you to remember those, but again, that's the emotional labor on women. We always are planning and doing something. It's so funny that we're having this conversation because this week at work, like I feel like I'm in a relationship with my boss. Like he, is, he's <laughs> yeah. my work husband because you know how the man is, quote unquote, the head of the household, right. and then the woman's like the executioner because she gets everything done yeah. that's how it is at work and so I just had this breakdown like I am so tired of all of y'all don't ask me to do nothing I'm tired of having to wear everything. all these different hats while yeah. you're the face of this quote unquote family uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm really doing the work behind the scenes Okay. and so it's like why does society think that the woman should be Doing all of these roles, right. why aren't men stepping up, or why don't we have those same expectations on right. men? They don't uh-huh. have the same expectation. We wear so many hats, yeah, and it's draining. It that's why. It's yes. emotional. and they wonder why. They wonder why you exhausted every day, and they're like, <laughs> "You just went to work," and I'm like, "Or or you just <laughs> sat just behind a work. desk, right? You didn't do as <laughs> oh, much." That's my favorite. Yeah, it's like, but my brain was going all <laughs> day like, can we yes. take a Hold on. Yes. can we? Can I have a, a moment? Okay, because I need this. <laughs> Thank you, Maya have a physical job anymore uh-huh. when i worked of course in the er it was extremely draining so it was a very much so a physical job yeah but now that i'm behind the, the desk i no longer have a physical job so i get that that I, i'll call it an argument or whatever that debate all the time my husband has a very physical job uh-huh. he's extremely always physical stuff always and lifting yeah. everything heavy and he's like how are you tired and you sit behind the desk all day and i'm like bruh uh-huh. you know how exhausting it is it is it's so exhausting, <laughs> is exhausting. he's like yeah but it's not physical it's not fi- you're not and i'm like you
1: don't you know have to I'm exert saying. as
0: much energy Physically. like when you you're constantly thinking oh and trying gosh. to stay two steps ahead of yes. what you need to do and get done and deadlines and not only what you're doing at work you got to worry about what you're doing at home yeah Thinking about then what the heck is too much
1: it's just see, much. I'm, trying, I'm just thinking about it right now.
0: Meanwhile, they chilling. Because he only chilling. had to lift some boxes at work. <laughs> because now I'm home from work. Let me just And then relax. they go in mad and then they, that's it. Watching TV. Yeah, watching relax. TV. Relax. Yeah. I'm like, do you, are the dishes... Oh, only I see the dishes and yeah, the, yeah, only I see the clothes pile. Like I feel like it. Just, and then here yeah. we go though. The clutter causes more stress. Yeah. So, absolutely. Not only are you thinking about it when you see it, it now you're even more stressed out. Right, physically. Yeah, so it's emotional and it's physical and it's a lot. And yeah. we have to figure out how to um yeah, what do we... How do we I, balance? I think yeah, we, 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 we needed that moment of therapy. Yeah. We got it all out. Right. So that's the question. Solutions. So how do we... How do we address that? And and people will probably say, oh, we'll just put more responsibility on the man and put more... You can't they don't make do anybody it. do anything. It's not that easy. You can't. It's not, not like that easy. Like you said, if his chore is recycling trash, but you still got to remind him one day... That's not my issue right. no more. Exactly. <laughs> things still have to get done regardless, mm-hmm. right? So it's you can't physically make anybody do anything, but if you know it's something that needs to be done and you drop the ball, a lot of times if the consequences fall on you for dro- like That's the thing. You you got to make sure things happen. My team lead, so we actually had this conversation this week cuz I snapped on everybody on my team. Okay? Cuz I was <laughs> emotionally exhausted. So we had this conversation and I said, "Well, what is it that I can do so that I uh, It'll put it on your plate instead of my plate. Uh And he was like, well, you know, I'm not the best at um, getting stuff done because I just forget. I said, okay, so what can you do to remember? And he's like, well, if you ever end up doing something for me, you just have to say, I did this for you, and you need to start doing oh, it. So I'm like, like, to identify what it that's is. That's still yeah. put more work on right. You. you. Right, 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 right. Something. He didn't understand that I still have to do the work. Right. <laughs> now and I'm just about to you you so added, I got to tell you. to tell you. And i was just like, really, <laughs> really? Come <Yeah>. on. Right. <laughs> And, uh, but again, the expectation is: Well, women can handle it. Well, women. But it's, that's the thing—we uh, always handle. I, I so back back when I first moved in with my husband, he was my boyfriend at the time. I used to come to work, and it was an older uh, an older lady that I worked with. And I came to work one day, and I was just blown. I was just exhausted, and I was like, I got a question: Do we really have to do everything? Like, is this what it's supposed to be like, or is this, <laughs> or you know, am I? In the different, in the wrong situation, like what's going on here? Because I feel I was just, I felt like I had to do everything. Right. She was like, "Yeah, we as women, like we really take on a lot, and we're it's like we're expected to do it all." And I was, it's, I, I have come to terms with the fact that we just do more. But when did that become our role? Like, who said, "All right, this is what the woman is going to do"? I think we're just more. Respect- Responsible? I mean, I don't know that that's the right word. Well, I know because women mature faster than we men, so maybe right. it starts early on that... I mean, think about it. Us. As a kid the young girls are usually the ones taking in care of the their kitchen. siblings yeah. or they, they, they have oh, to make man. their siblings some food or something uh-huh. like that. And I don't know, maybe the older brothers do. Cause my, my older brothers, my older brother did uh-huh. make us our little grilled cheese in the summertime. <laughs> 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 but, um, you know, I, I feel like, cause a woman, we're caretakers. We're the we're nurturer nurturers. Earth, right. Correct. So it's like, we're expected. No, you go make your brother a sandwich, right. you know? Yeah. So I feel like it's those gender roles that are identified as a, when you're young and that's the Mm -hmm. thing because we are considered natural nurturers all women though aren't nurturers like it's some people that it's like i would never want you to give me comfort advice like (laughs) no right but it's assumed that you know that's why a lot of times people will then come to you and talk to you about their problems sometimes it's just because of the energy and the spirit that you have and people are like oh you know i want to talk to you and it's all good but then when you constantly become their like uh I don't. need, I want to say dumpster, but they just dump all that <laughs> stuff on you, right? Then that's the more baggage that you're you're carrying, yeah, yeah. and Cause you can't. It can be a we just because we got our own stuff to right. think about and do. It's like I like I can't deal with all your issues and your problems, and deal with my stuff as well. You know, it's it's right. just, it's too much. Draining. It's exhausting. All right, so now it's time for Maya's motivational moment. People may have expectations of you, but God has made reservations for you. So, God has a place for you. There is a seat at the table for you, but so often we are worried and overwhelmed and stressed about our lives, everybody else's lives, Mm -hmm. our siblings, parents, children, husbands, Wow. Whatever. (laughs) We're already so stressed about other people's lives that we don't really take time to think about, let me just give it over to God. So one of the scriptures that came to mind was, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that's Philippians Four, six through seven. And that just came to mind because God doesn't want us to be anxious. Like he wants us to depend on him for everything. So every good idea that we may take on may not be a God idea, may not be the idea or thing that he has to propel us toward our purpose. So so often we say yes to so many things Mm. and we take on so many responsibilities Mm, because we think... It's what we're supposed to do. It's the good thing. It's the right thing. But God may be like, I never tell you to do that. And that's why you're stressed out because right. I never doing you know, much. told you to do that. You know, mm-hmm. and if you just follow the plan that I have laid out for you, like I already have this reserve for you, this reserve, this reserve for you, but you're taking on too much that was never my will for your life anyway. But I guess my, how do you, um, how do you know what's on the to do list and not on the, shouldn't be on the to do list, right? But like when 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 God wants you to say no and when so and everything you should pray about it, but then it's like all right, yeah, everybody I mean, says we got pray decisions about about every day, yeah. yeah like how least. do you figure we be in out prayer all day and even and in... we should be because <laughs> <Lord, laughs> I mean Lord, I respect I'm right. that. I'm just right. saying like our deci- we make so- how many decisions, decisions do we all make day. and mm-hmm. thoughts and things that people ask of us. You know, you can't if someone asks you, oh. Can you, whatever they need you to do, they're looking for a response. You Uh can't really say like, can I pray on that? And get back to you. Oh, I, I, mean, I do that all the time. You love. do? Yes. I'd be like, let me pray on. they be but like, no, they be, me like, like be like, what are we eating for lunch? I'd be like, Yeah, let me pray on to see what the spirit leave me. Now, do I really pray on it? Probably not sometimes, but I just tell <laughs> so you're be like you know. But but no, for real, like But if someone told me they need to pray on it, I be like, Okay, that's her way of saying no. <laughs> yeah, but, they, they, <laughs> but but in some situations, like people really do. I remember one time my friend, um, she was helping out with a wedding. And she told the lady yes right away. But then as she like started praying about it because it was stressing her out, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like God had clearly told her, sis, no, I didn't tell you to put your hands in this. But then she felt stuck. She was like, I don't want to tell her no. So many people had already let her down. But when I tell y'all, this wedding stressed her to the max. Like it stressed her out so bad. Mm -hmm. But the lesson that she learned in that was when you get that feeling or when God tells you no, like, even though you may be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hurt this other person, like, mm. it may do more harm to you than good in the end. And that's that whole right. emotional labor, right? It was her feelings and thoughts versus somebody else's. So. so perhaps it sounds like, it sounds like the the, the point at which you should um, really sort of go to God and ask him, like, is this on the to-do list? Um, it's sort of when you're feeling overwhelmed and it's not really jiving with vibe, like, working for I feel you. like that's oftentimes when people go but even things that do seem good aren't always good for that's you true. so sometimes you do have to double check like God is this what you have for me because this idea seems great but and he will speak to you in different ways because mm. people hear God the I mean if you go to God wholeheartedly he will speak to you in a way that you understand but then it's like you can't be expecting a certain response. And then if that's not what you get, you're like, Oh no, that can't be God. Right. But it mm-hmm. takes time for people to actually yeah. understand God's voice and know when he's talking to them. Mm-hmm. And even with like situations that could be a little bit uncomfortable, sometimes you're still meant to be in that situation so that yeah, you can rely you're on right. God. You're absolutely right. So yeah, God. uncomfortable situations, God could be like, all right, sis, you gonna pass this test now or no right. Are we still gonna go through this so yeah it, it really really depends mm-hmm. and and it's not an easy thing to figure out at all but as you draw closer to god like he really does send you like these signs and that that aren't coincidental so you're like okay like i right. got you <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what happens yeah okay all right, y'all. So we gotta figure out how to work out this uh, emotional labor because we yeah, all had a solution. Yeah, I... <laughs> go to God. That's my solution. <laughs> like <laughs> oh, no, I mean yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the, the first, first solution. That's the first solution, right? And just right. but I, and, and and I guess setting boundaries. That's a good perhaps. one too. It is important to check in with the people you're with. Or yeah. you work closely with. Like, so. how you doing today? You good? Okay, <laughs> but even that, like having to deal with these situations, especially as a woman, like, sometimes it makes you feel checked out. And mm-hmm. so, then, it becomes an issue of, am I living or am I existing? Because when mm-hmm. a woman checks out, out, sis, when a woman <laughs> checks out, like, especially, like, in a relationship, like, yeah. when she's overwhelmed and she checks out, yeah, yeah. it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, that's when you step up, FYI. Yeah. Oh, no, I think they know. When a oh, woman oh, checks out, do. they be like, Oh, you know what? Let me let me get on this because oh, you know what? That's true because <laughs> it's amazing what things can happen in the house when a woman when fed you up. have <laughs> when a woman is fed up. Uh-huh. It's amazing the things that I've asked you to do for the past months, several months, that magically it happens, and I'm like, oh, so I have to be a, I have to have a whole attitude, <laughs> in order mm-hmm. be, in order for you to do but the but things that stresses that- you out even more. It, it's right, so like, stressful. Why, why, why can't we just, <laughs> be... gosh, like you just can't win for losing? But nah. here we are. But that's We're going to roll with it. We're going to roll with it. <laughs> all right. So, is it time for Ask PMP? Yes. It's time. Now it is time for Ask PMP. If you would like to ask us a question to be featured on the podcast, you can send us an email to pretty, the letter N, purpose duh, at <laughs> gmail.com. Or you can send us a direct message on Instagram. Our screen name is at pretty underscore the letter n underscore purpose duh. or you can find us on Facebook, Pretty and Purpose Podcast. So our question for today is: When you constantly invite people to events and they do not show up, what do you do? How do you handle it? Do you no longer invite them to events nope. anymore? No, nope. <laughs> no, you they don't invite the them list. anymore. They, they off, off the, the list. list? I think it depends on the relationship that you have with the person. If it's somebody that you really don't want to invite in the first place and they consistently not show up, oh, well, then I'm revoking your invitations from here on out. You don't want to be there, so I'm not going to invite you. You don't need to be there. But what kills me is when people are, like, pressed to be invited everywhere. It's like, oh, why you ain't invite me? Why I didn't know about this? But then you don't show up. Right, and that's Mm -hmm. why. That's when you get revoked from the list, like... (laughs) I, I just don't understand that. But I think people try to avoid that awkward conversation of why didn't you invite me? And then it's just like, Well, you never show up. No, but I told you I had X, Y, and Z. But and you did. always had X, Y, and Z. <laughs> like that's the like that's the thing. And you know, I I'm a I'm a true believer in you we are always where we wanna be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you wanted to be there, you, were, you would you make come. it happen. Yeah. yeah. Now granted, you know, everybody has personal situations, kids and stuff like that. Wow. You know, some things you can't control right but in general it's like okay but you were hanging out with your friends here or you know you were doing this and the third it's like no you you make time for what you want correct yeah and so what about rsvp and like when people don't rsvp to an event and they show up like how do we handle those situations (laughs) do they show up and bring guests? <laughs> right, you have, that's usually the type, right? <laughs> then you have got an extra mouth to be It's like, hold up, I didn't even know you was gonna be here. Now that will throw me off a whole event. Like now, I got to add it to you because then you didn't RSVP. I didn't prepare for you, and you brought somebody. That's disrespectful to me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and the whole time they're there. Oh, cause you know you weren't really invited, and then you had the nerve to bring a friend. <laughs> you really, yeah. I mean, you were, but then we took it away because you ain't RSVP. We ain't replaced RSVP. it with somebody. And else. And that's the thing with it's it's, all, it's just respectful when people are planning stuff. You you they're planning for accordingly, yeah, for the people that they're inviting or people that's RSVP. So when you just randomly show up, it's like. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you yeah. you know, you have to wait until everybody else who RSVP, right? Eight. Right, Okay. Yeah, that all goes into your emotional labor, especially when it comes to weddings and stuff. When you're trying oh to think of gosh. who to invite, who not to invite, or uh, because it's so much. That's why it's I so the whole much, thing. Right. You, <laughs> so, I can't I like, do it. Because you're thinking thing. about your budget and then other people's feelings and how their feelings is not going to accommodate your budget. But then the aftermath of it, it's just too much. Yeah, it's, it's too lot. much. I don't know how you did it, my God gave me a creative way to do so. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. It's like, I guess you had to say like, okay, well, base it on your relationships with those people. Yeah. People that you've known. Or people that are in your life daily yeah, okay. or yeah. people that are active in your life versus, you know, you can't always depend on the time, how long I've known this right. person because mm-hmm. you may not talk to them at all. And so, thankfully, like our families weren't like, oh, such and such needs to be invited. Like our families were very like, OK, whoever you want to invite. Yeah. And I feel like families are normally the one. the problem and like, oh, no, you need to invite this aunt, that aunt. And my family was like, no, it's whoever you want. Right, so, right. That's a hard one because because uh, families in general always feel like because they're family, they, they're they entitled to something. So, like nah, yeah. bro, nah, nah, nope. Yeah, my mom is that type. She'll be like, "Oh, but you know, you have to invite such and such." No, and I will kindly tell her, "No, that's <laughs> your friend, right? They're not my friend. They don't have a relationship. I don't, I don't want them there. With them. Yeah, right. They're not coming." <laughs> right. It's true. Mm-mm. Yeah. So uh, for our listener. Who wants to know whether or not to continue to invite that person? I mean, if that person is not really essential, like if it's bothering you to have to invite that person and they no longer show up, I wouldn't even put that extra stress on by inviting them. But if it's somebody that you genuinely want there and it doesn't hurt you to invite them, then that's up to you. You can continue to extend the invitation and it's their choice whether or not they accept it. Right. Based on your relationship with that person. Yep. Yep. So that's all we have for this week's episode. Until next time, folks. Thanks, PNP Posse.